This is Time Out with Todd, podcast one of 2020. I'm joined here by Flores. Welcome, Flores. Well, my name is David, but yeah. thanks. I'm Whatever. David Flores. You're lucky um, I didn't call you Flowers. Uh, you're very, I'm very lucky. Uh, we live in Miami, so. All right, so starting off 2020 with a little bit of a bang, bringing back Time Out with Todd, and uh, I'm joined with a very special guest, hopefully uh, my new co-anchor for the remaining time, if he doesn't uh, back out. Um, not that kind of guy. Yeah, it's a lot of stress, man. Uh, you know? We'll see about that. Famous, you, you know, you're gonna, uh, people are going to want your autograph. Wow. Uh, they already do. Oh, I guess. All right. Settle down there. All right. So uh, just a little background of what happened over the time. Um, you know, as many of you know that I follow Miami sports religiously. And uh, not to uh, call out the elephant in the room, but uh, Miami sucked last year. Right, David? Horrible. They were just really bad. It was just not – I mean, the Dolphins showed some promise at the end of the season there, but the rest of the teams are just not great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, moving on, try to do this a little bit more of a neutral party and just talk about everything. So, uh, I guess let's just jump right into it, right? Let's go. Let's go to the Miami Heat. You know, at least a decent team that we have down here when they actually want to play. When they play and when they have shooters on, on the court – they can't be stopped when they're at a high field goal percentage. They're just, they're an excellent team when they're set on defense. They're great in defense. Obviously their weakness is transition defense Uh, when their feet are not set. And you know, the other team is moving quickly down the court. That's, that's their biggest issue. That's why, you know, so many teams score so many points against them. Let me interrupt you. What if you see, so every time that they, they were doing bad was because obviously Jimmy buckets wasn't out on the field or on the court. So now you have a 126 win over the Timberwolves, and not over the Timberwolves, over the Mavericks. Mavericks. Why did I oh, pulled up the wrong stats? Whoops. Ha. Listen, guys, this is live. We pull up mistakes. All right, not perfect. I'll call you out. <laughs> All right. So over the Mavericks, Jimmy buckets drops 26 points, five rebounds, three assists, and he was out for 33 minutes on the the court for a total over half the game. So, you know, you have Jimmy out there taking charge, and whenever he's not out there, obviously you're you're having people like Bam, Duncan, Kendrick, you know, stepping up. So my question is, if you continue to have Jimmy Buckets out there and then you have Hero come out, do you have a good regression team coming back for the second half to make the playoffs? Well, Hero is out. Um, who knows when he's going to be back, but Bam's an all-star. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, he's not really the best defender in the world. Duncan Robinson needs to work on that. And I think that Spolstra is going to really work on this team in the offseason. Uh, hopefully we get to the playoffs. Hopefully uh, we make it pretty far. I'm hoping that we make it to the finals. We'll hold our breath on that one. But um, I think that they, given the right talent and given the right team, they can absolutely be a good transition defense and they can, they can definitely – be a better defensive team. That's always been the Miami Heat, the better defensive team. I don't know. I think they're a bunch of flaws. They're they're phonies. No, they're good. And they're then good especially team. when uh they beat the Bucks. When the Spo, when Spo and Pat Riley come out saying their their little sayings that they say that iron's forged by iron, and and there's many obstacles, but this obstacle is not. I don't know. Look, nobody beats the Miami Heat culture. You know, that's they call it the culture. But They're does culture workers. win championships? 
Uh, it did. It did before we even got LeBron, before we even got Bosch. But, I mean, look at the culture of the Hurricanes. That whole – it's all about the U culture, and obviously we haven't done anything either. Yeah, but they haven't proven themselves yet. The Heat proven themselves I don't know. recently in this last – I personally don't think culture is what wins championships. I think it's money and LeBron. And they won before LeBron, so. Well, yeah, because they had Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade. Yet again, money and all that. So It's mostly Dwayne. (laughs) Moving on. Let's go ahead and talk about Panthers. Finally, oh my God. finally, we start having a good season. I don't want to talk about them. Oh and then they God. just throw it away. How do you pay for a goalie all that money and yet he sucks? <sighs> Beginning of the season, they were just scoring seven on him, six on him, five on him. Because there's they no just, defense. Our, yeah, our Offense defense. Offense is amazing, but they, there's absolutely no defense. Dale Talent needs to invest in defense, and they don't do that. Obviously, they didn't. Look they don't the trade. do that. They, they traded Trocek, who is a staple. Who was a staple of his team? I mean, obviously, he wasn't. I mean, he was literally ah. the culture of this team, and they traded him away for more forwards and one defenseman. It's just at least I got a defenseman finally. <sighs> one defenseman out of you know, and they got three other forwards. I, I don't know, Bob. Bob the other day playing. Uh, well, what was it? I, I saw he had 37 for 38. You know, he really came up there in that win. But I mean, why, he shows why flashes of his old self, but just. I don't know. I think they he took has on and off days. A I mean, huge risk. This team proved that they, they have the talent to carry themselves to the playoffs. They have the talent, even with, you know, lackluster defense, they have the talent to bring themselves up there. But, you know, they just keep disappointing. And I, I really feel for Panthers fans that, you know, go out there to the BBT every every week and watch them play because it must be super disappointing. You got All-Stars and Huberdeau and and you had Trocek. And, Other than that, uh, Barkov, you, you know. Yeah, and I, who do you have now? You still have Barkov. You still have Huberdeau. Yeah, Dranger's coming back today, I think, when he plays today. I don't know. They um, play the Blackhawks today at six, so I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. Even though Blackhawks aren't really looking too good, they're just Coach Q revenge game. <laughs> they are Blackhawks currently right now are twenty eight, twenty eight, and eight, and the Panthers are thirty three, twenty five, and six. It's a definitely a winnable game. They just need to show that they can do it, and they can. But they're just super inconsistent. We'll see. I just I think. We're going to have to see what happens. We'll see. Did they lose? They played last night? They played against the Toronto Maple Leafs and they lost. Did they? Yes. The team that lost oh, to yeah, a backup yeah, yeah, Zamboni see, driver. Yeah. Fell to them 5-3. and three. Fell to Wow. Them. Five goals on know. Bob. I think Q-K, or Q-Q has, uh, Q-Q, Q-Q. Coach Q has a – Coach Q. Coach Q has a lot of stuff to do. So, moving on. Miami Marlins. Undefeated right now in spring training. Oh, undefeated in spring yeah, training. I don't know. Let's That's see how that win. translates. That is, a, that is a win for the Miami Marlins. Playing all the way in Jupiter. Maybe if they get away from Miami, they'll I do think, better. <laughs> I think it's the Miami curse. <laughs> it is. If they, if they stay down there. You know what it is? It's probably the traffic affects oh, the players. They're the first in the East right now. Yeah, like, hey, you know. At spring training. <laughs> better than the Yankees. That's like for the sure. Baltimore Orioles today. At five <laughs> Question. The trade with uh, Giancarlo. Win? 
Not only did we not have to pay for his contract, but now look how many times he's he's projected not to play for for the beginning of the season. Is he injured or injured? yeah, he's injured again. I guess that's what happens when you take steroids, and you know your your body starts uh, declining. Let's see if that was a win again. Miami Marlins have never been great. They haven't showed any promise. There's n- no future in Miami with them. I mean, let's hope that the future is bright, but I just I don't see that. And I don't see it with the Miami Marlins. I want them to win. I want to see them succeed. But I think they have a good young core. I think with uh, with this kid from Hawaii that's going to be out there pitching now, I think we're going to do really good. We'll see what happens there. And then a lot of good prospects coming in to the aspect as well. That's something that's definitely going to you know help out. But my, my biggest concern is Brinson. Lewis Brinson was looking questionable last year. Now it's kind of like, you know, is he going to step up to the plate? Same thing with Jose Urania. He threw away a lot of games that we should have had him back in the bag. And, uh, you know, now it's coming down to the point that, you know, are we going to be able to have a good closer? Wayne Chin obviously wasn't the answer last year. Paying all that money for somebody just to sit in the clubhouse and collect dust. You know, it, it kind of comes down to – I hope Jeter knows what he's doing because I, I really want to see them win. I, I feel so bad for Miami Marlins fans that sit out there, the, the five that sit out there. Plus Jeter. Plus Jeter. I don't know. Do you think Jeter goes to the games? Oh, he definitely goes to the games. Do you think so? 100%. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think he's probably – he might be in the Clevelander drinking for depression because he's like, what the hell did I invest my time in? <sighs> I don't know. He definitely he definitely watches the games. Maybe he turns it off after a while. I don't know. I, I turn it him, off. I think him and uh, I turn it off as soon as it comes on. I think him and A Rod probably go party, so that way they have Jennifer Lopez on a stripper pole again. Oh no, let's not talk about that. I don't mm. want to bring that up again. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Not too much about the Marlins. Uh, you know, it is still spring training. A lot of the prospects coming out. Um, you know, so we're gonna definitely see how they form as a team this year. Uh, I just don't want to get my hopes up. I definitely have low expectations for them just because every time they start looking good, either their their pitcher dies in a boating accident or, you know, something goes along that way. Uh, Rip Fernandez, man, that's so sad. That's still so sad. Hey, Sucks you know, for the franchise. do you think if he was still here, would we be decent? Or do you think they would have traded him away? They probably would have traded him away. They probably would have traded him away. He probably wouldn't have stayed out here very long. I don't know. We'll see. I just don't want to get hurt. Every time a team starts doing good, you get hyped up, and then they do nothing. That's Miami for you. That's peak Miami. Oh, man. All right. Moving on. Inter-Miami starts tomorrow. What are your expectations? My expectations of them is, you know, it's an MLS team. Uh, um, you know, maybe – hopefully they'll do well. Uh, David Beckham is the co-owner of the FC Miami, and uh, – you know, let's, let's let's hope. I mean, I, I really want to hope. I want there to be a good Miami team. I want there to be hope in Miami, finally. After dealing with the Dolphins, dealing with the Marlins, dealing with inconsistent Panthers, the Heat are good, but they just they lack consistency as well. You know, I, I want them to be good. I definitely have expectations for them. I have Albeit be high. It may not be high expectations, but I have expectations. Actually, I am excited for Inter-Miami. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. I, I'm just recently starting to follow soccer. Yeah, I, I actually played my first soccer game the other night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I suck. Ugh. I had four goals schooled on me. 
I was playing yeah. goalie and just yeah, horrible. That's, no, that's the so, hardest position. Hard I don't positions. know. I might stick to rugby, even though I suck at rugby. I was too. center mid when I played soccer, so uh, and that was easy for me. I don't know. I was like a D back too, like the people in the back by the goal. oh defensive back. Yeah, too. so I, I did good as that. So I don't know. There, there's promise. That's in that. actually one of the easier ones. Yeah, hey, you know, whatever's easy and lazy for me, <laughs> I'll take it. So you ever think there's gonna be a Miami rugby team? <laughs> no. I wish there is a Miami rugby team. Yeah, uh, there is a Miami rugby team, but that's a part of the uh, like the clubs. Yeah, they're clubs. like how I play against them, but we're not going to talk about rugby. Okay. Um. So they play against the uh, LA football club tomorrow. I haven't really followed MLS in a long time. I'll be honest with you, so I don't know how good the LA there's no stats of football club is. Um. I don't know. It's going to be a young team. It's hard to talk about them. A lot of they lost uh, against Leon in the Concacaf Champions League, and they won against Toronto FC. Uh, they beat Leon three zero. They play Inter Miami, mm-hmm. so they are. We'll see. They're number five right now in the MLS in the Ooh. Western Conference. LA, LA in the Western Conference. They're number five right now. <clears throat> I don't know, but. According to the stats, did you know that oh, there's a lot going, of demand? It's going alphabetically. That's why they're number five. There's a lot of demand for tickets. Really? Yeah. Did like they build a their new stadium? A lot of people want to go to the Inter-Miami game. Did they build a stadium? No, they have the Fort Lauderdale Stadium. Oh. Where um, Lockhart Stadium used to be. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they rebuilt it so that way while they're playing there this season, uh, the Miami Stadium should be all up and ready next season. Let's see. So it's going to be interesting. So let's go ahead and take a little break. Uh, go ahead and shout out our first sponsor. So we'll be right back. We would like to give a special shout out to our first official sponsor. Cue the drum roll, please. The Northern Pack CF. They are a supporters club with the Inter Miami right out of Boca Raton, serving the Broward and Palm Beach counties. They'll be having a watch party for the inaugural game tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. at the Lion and Eagle Pub in Boca Raton with a special appearance by Inter Miami's partners Heineken and the Hay Club Whiskey. If you're interested in learning more, go ahead and follow them on Instagram at the Northern Pack CF. That is all one word, no spaces. All right, David, let's get into NFL talk. A lot part. of big stories going on, especially with the draft. Very oh, interesting draft. It's draft season, it's mock draft season. I don't know, man. Love it. I don't know. What do you what do you think Coach O from uh, LSU is doing right now? You know, that Joe Burrow, you need to stop smoking all them cigars. Go, go Tigers. He's chilling right now. He's out there. He's trying to he's, he's trying to recruit. He's having a good time, man. Yeah. He's having some some gumbo over there in Louisiana. He, I think him and uh, Andy Reid are probably eating hamburgers together. Oh, cheeseburgers, actually. Sorry, oh, whatever. Right. Oh, it, it's a burger at the end of the day with cheese. Right. All right. No, he's out there recruiting. You know, LSU is still going to be good. They just need to get another quarterback. Yes, they can get another quarterback. I oh, mean, the, the transfer portal, for college sake, 
I mean, look at what Miami does. Miami owns the transfer portal. It's re- literally transfer portal U. Yep. So, all right, let's talk draft. All right, let's talk draft. So, quarterbacks, this is where we disagree. This is where we heavily disagree. Oh, this is, this is going to be fun debate. This is where we heavily buddy. disagree. So, are you still on the tanking for Tua? I'm still a Tua fan. Oh. I think Tua is one of the better prospects coming out. I think he's probably not as good as Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is still QB1, but Tua is definitely a QB2. Tua is an excellent prospect. He had an excellent college career, um, and he did things at Alabama that not other quarterbacks have done, and he did succeed. And, yeah, oh, yes, Alabama is a great succeeding organization, but he took Alabama to another level. Okay, so so did all the other quarterbacks that came through the league. Not Jalen Hurts. He took them past that. He took them. He elevated them. I when think he was Jay, honestly, field, you felt it. I think Jalen Hurts is probably the most underrated quarterback in this draft class right now because the talk keeps going around Joe Burrow, Tua, and now Kevin Love. Look, but only from Jordan Miami. Love. Jordan, what, what Kevin Love is on the Cavaliers. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said Kevin Love. <laughs> he said Kevin Love. So here's my thing. I only I haven't watched a tape from Jalen Hurts. I haven't watched his games. I haven't really followed him like that. But as far as I know, he had a lot of hype in the beginning of the season. He had he did have good production. However, people forget how good of a coach Lincoln Riley is. Lincoln Riley is one of the better college co- coaches right now. He's going to be an NFL head coach. He's not going to stay in Oklahoma forever. He's just that good of a coach. He can take people. He can elevate them. You know you're a good coach if you have two of your quarterbacks going first overall back-to-back drafts. It would have been better if they had Jalen Hurts going first overall in this draft. He could have gone to Cincinnati. I think Jalen Hurts would be a good fit in Cincinnati. I think Jalen Hurts – here's my thing. I think Jalen Hurts would be excellent in a team that fits his skill sets, like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Lamar Jackson wouldn't have – Succeeded anywhere else. You he know, succeeded in the Ravens because he had John Harbaugh. It's funny that you bring that up about um, Jalen Hurts. Honestly, I think what happened to Lamar Jackson when he got drafted is going to happen exactly to 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 this guy. To it's Jalen Hurts. honestly a blessing sometimes to be that guy that's taken <laughs> in the second, third round. Because you Brady. typically go to a better team. Look at Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady went like what? Tom is special. Tom Tom is special. There's no one compares to Tom. Tom. I'm curious on what's going to happen with Tom this year. I let's see where he goes. Maybe. I there's reports coming out. There's ESPN. Adam Schefter saying. Uh, let's let's save that for the next segment. Let's you know that he's gonna. Draft. I don't. He's know. gonna go somewhere else. So we'll much see. news. We'll see. That. Let's let's so, just stick my eye here. Joe Burrow. You think they'll give up the farm for Joe Burrow? I think so. I think the Dolphins are probably going to go all in, especially because of Tua's little interview yesterday where apparently the Dolphins are no longer ple- like happy with Tua. But my thing is with Tua, and I've always been saying this, how are you going to bring Tua, who's injured prone, with a bad hip, bad ankles, to a team that has a horrible offensive line? Because he's not going to play the first year. They have time. They so have, what, you think they he's going to pull of Patrick capital. Mahomes and just we come have, out? We have $120 million in cap. They have the resources to build a good offensive line. They have a good – they have good enough resources to build up that core. He's not going to play at first. He's not going to be like Josh Rosen thrown into the wolves. They have the capital. They have the space to do it. 
they can do that. They can build a good team around Tua. If they say Tua is our guy and they have belief and they believe in Tua, they should absolutely 100% take him. That's their guy. They should go with it. But it's exactly what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. Said, look, this is our guy. We want to build around him. David, and they did. And they you changed have their entire look, offensive Look scheme. at Josh Rosen when, when he got picked up by Arizona. Arizona was all in on Rosen. They were like, oh, this is our quarterback and all that stuff to find out he sucked. And he was a top 10 quarterback pick. They also fired their offensive coordinator midseason. They fired fired their coach afterwards. Fired. Brian Flores is an excellent head coach. He's proven that. He took an XFL roster to five wins in the NFL. That is very hard to do. And now with Chan Gailey that just got hired as the offensive coordinator, there's – Chan Gailey was the creator of the RPO. He was the innovator of the RPO. So we're going to go into a very RPO, very friendly Do you think Patrick uh, uh, Fitzmagic can uh, handle an RPO? Fitzmagic, that's who he was under. That's when Fitzmagic played under Chan but Gailey at, at Buffalo age, at New at York. his age, do you think 100%, he can handle? 100%. 100%. That's, a, that's the best way to keep your quarterback safe. The fact safe. that he had more rushing yards than our actual running back core – is pretty sad. Which we are, we are definitely going to pick up a quarter or a running back this year. Oh, um, you see who's who's looking at being picked up? DeAndre Swift. You have DeAndre Swift. You have Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. DJ Dallas from DJ Dallas from Miami. Miami. Yeah, that would be cool to see a local hometown stay home. They, but I mean, look at what happened to Mark Walton. Something I've noticed. Oh my God, Mark Walton, and he got arrested again. He again, just got arrested again. again. I feel so. I had so again. much, Opelaka, so much love for that guy. And it's just it just sucks, you know, because he had a lot of talent and he could have been very good and he was actually My thing pretty is, good in Miami. But I think if we get Burrow, hurts. We're gonna have to give up love. the farm, and I don't think there's anything that's gonna move Cincinnati from Burrow, especially if Burrow goes into the interview and he killed it, which uh, reportedly he did. He yeah, went in but there every and team that it. needs a quarterback is gonna want Burrow. Of course, but Cincinnati's who, who's the team that has Andy? the most capital to to get there if they need to. But they'd have to give up a farm. Are you does willing he, to give up five first overall picks for Joe Burrow? No. Does he pull a Manning and say, I don't want to get drafted? No. 100% no. He, mm-hmm. he wants to play for Cincinnati. He, if he goes no, first overall. No, he never said he wanted to specifically oh, pay for a team. He said he wants to go wherever he's He said he wants to go to the first overall pick. He said that at the combine. He says, of course I want to be the first overall pick. And whoever so picks me, I'm going to show up. where either the Colts are going to trade off. The Lions, I heard talk that the Lions are even talking about trying to get a quarterback too. Do they not have uh, faith in Matthew well, Stafford anymore? Here, here's my issue. You have Matthew, Matt Patricia, who is on the hot seat right now. He's has to win. It's a win-now situation for Matt Patricia. If he doesn't show improvement from wherever they were last season, I think they were, what, 3-12? and 3-12 and 1? If he doesn't show improvement to the Ford family, I think he's gone. And I don't think he's going to risk that by – drafting a new quarterback and here's what's going to happen i and i really believe this if tua is drafted by someone like the redskins if Tua is drafted by someone like the lions he's going to absolutely 100 percent say i want to trade out of here i want to go to miami he wants to come to miami yeah but i don't think miami wants to we'll see i mean miami's playing a smart game right now i think that them wanting every First round quarterback. They want Justin Herbert. They want Jordan Love. They want Joe Burrow. They See, want Tua they're, they're, keeping their, they're keeping their. I wouldn't their be surprised if they came it. out tomorrow and they said, "I want Jake Fromm." Like they want everybody and their mother in the first round, oh, and sick. that is very smart because that lowers the price of admission to trade up. Because now you don't know who they want. It's very smart. We smoking it out so they don't even have to trade up. 
And smoking it like Joe Burrow. You need it. You stop smoking that cigar. Get the gat. Get the gat. Yeah, yeah, go get. Tigers. Right, we'll see. It's going to be definitely an interesting draft this year. I'm definitely, as a Miami fan, extremely, extremely excited. I'd be okay with Tua. I'd be okay with to be Herbert. Honest, I'm, I'm okay with whoever. You know, I, I know that we were all about the tank for Tua, but my biggest thing is if we're going to go to an RPO offense, Tua isn't right right now because the, the difference is you're getting tackled by a college student versus a grown-ass man. Well, Can you, you imagine you J.J. Tua, Watt tackling the shit out of Tua? If J.J. Watt's ever on the field, because well, he's always injured but too. Th- that's what I'm but saying. But you know who else had an injury bug in college mm-hmm. and they came out and look how long they're playing? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson was injured every year of his college career. Though. And he came out. He's a running back getting tackled by NFL people, and he's fine. I don't know. If you teach the guy, look, we have great medical staff down here in Miami. Teach the guy to take care of his body. Teach the guy to to prepare right. And I think Fitzmagic, a journeyman quarterback who's been on many, many different teams, can teach the kid, hey, this is how you take care of your body. This is how you stay away from those injuries. You don't have to worry about his ankles anymore. He got surgery to repair the ankles, actually made the ankles stronger because of the type of surgery that you have. The hip is obviously a concern because that is his that's his base. That's how he throws. That's how quarterbacks throw. They throw with their hips, not with their arm. Obviously, that's a concern, but you can't allow another Drew Brees to happen where you say, I'm concerned about his, yeah. his injury. I, this could also be a smoke screen, like you said. Yeah, this I could mean, ultimately be – The thing with the Dolphins is, and the holding. thing I love the Dolphins and their draft strategy is nobody ever knows who they're taking. <laughs> they took Christian Wilkins last year. Nobody expected them to take Christian Wilkins. Everybody expected Dwayne Haskins. It just it just didn't happen. I guess when time comes, we'll, uh, we'll move. We'll see what happens. All right, so – Central talks about Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Colts, Chargers, I don't know why Raiders. we're hyping him up so much. I guess it's because he's the best quarterback ever to lay his cleats onto the field. But How bad would it be if he went to another one of these teams just completely you know, bombed and went like 3-12? and 12? But what's crazy is the fact that the Patriots have yet to reach out to Tom Brady. And that's kind of something that it's like – That's concerning. Does for, Tom Brady for... have confidence that they're going to pick him back up? Or is it kind of like Bill Belichick's like, all right, I'm done with you, bud. It's time to move on. Do you think they tank for, uh, for Trevor, Trevor Lawrence? Lawrence? Mm, I don't think they have the possibility to tank for Trevor Lawrence. I, I think know. they Robert still have Kraft a good young has, core. Could do whatever he wants. We'll see what happens. Yeah, do what he wants. He's got arrested for that. Yeah, but obviously <laughs> didn't get anything punishment-wise for that. But that's another story for another day. It is. So Tannehill is not a bad quarterback. I will argue that from – the I day think, I die. I think that he had a good supporting cast at Tennessee. Yes. I think he had a great – he has a good head coach. Mike Grable's a good head coach. Mm-hmm. Nashville's very lucky to have them. Uh, Derrick Henry is a, the best running back in the but league right now. My thing is, is I feel the only reason why they were so successful is because Derrick Henry. Now, I love Randy. Watch your championship I game. They, the, the offense ran through Derrick Henry. Even in the Chiefs game, they've tried to run through Derrick Henry, and when they relied on Tannehill, it failed. It didn't work out. It didn't happen. I'm so happy for Tannehill. I'm glad he had success. I'm glad he took him to the AFC Championship. But that's so peak Dolphins. I, I can't even, I can't I, even explain that. That's, that's such peak Dolphins. You release a guy, he goes to the AFC feel, Championship. Yeah, but that's how it is. Look how many Dolphins Kenny Stills Super Bowl ring. with the Texans now, and they ended up making somewhere. Well, who else do you have? They made it to the playoffs. I mean, they had Damian Williams, who's a running back for, for Kansas City. Oh, yeah. State. No, yeah. Damian Williams broke Jordan, out. Jordan Lucas. He's got a 
He's got a Super Bowl ring. I don't know. Jay has got a Super Bowl ring. I think what happens is you come to the Dolphins, you you practice a little bit, and then all of a sudden they cut you. You become an NFL pro, and then you go and you get better. And and that's that's what people don't understand. It's not because the Dolphins are letting people go and they just magically become better because they don't know. They've been in the league. They understand how the league works at a certain point, and they can become better. Now, obviously, not everybody becomes better once they leave Miami. You have Deion Jordan. Deion Jordan never became anything. You know, certain people, Juwan James got injured for the Broncos. He didn't play. You know, so it's not it, – they, they just know how to be a pro. It has nothing to do with the Dolphins organization. I think the Dolphins have a great owner. I think Steve Ross is a good owner. Um, Brian Flores, excellent head coach. Chris Greer, he's got to prove himself this year. This is, this is how he proves himself. But I think that the acquisitions in last draft, which was Chris Greer, excellent acquisitions. I love the Christian Wilkins pick. The great leader, great voice in the locker room, Mike Kosicki. Blew up. Devontae Parker. Let's talk about Devontae Parker. Hey, you know, the fact that he's been with the team this long and decided to stay dedicated. And he blew up yeah. with the team. But that's also because Pat, uh, Fitzpatrick knows who to go to. Right. I mean, but think that's... about it. You have a senior guy going versus a senior guy. Technically, Parker's not a senior guy. Look but... how many yards he put up on the defensive player of the year. I mean, he's just – he has the talent and never showed up, and it finally showed up. I'm Maybe so happy for Devontae he's, Parker. he's appreciating Brian Flores more. I mean, when we had uh, – Adam Gase, you know, Mr. I want to look at the flies flying around in the room. Oh, my God, Mr. Taco, man. So I got a whole lot of money. Yeah, right. Adam Gase. You heard uh, uh, Bell staying with the Jets? Uh, we'll he's, see. He's decided to stay. We will see about that. You know how Adam Gase is. But uh, on Instagram, they had several Dolphins players do a and a and they spoke about Brian Flores and how, you know, this is something really hard to do as a head coach. And it, Honestly, take this to your personal life. You ever have a job where you have a, a boss comes in every day, no matter what's going on, stays positive? That honestly elevates your your experience at your job, at your career. And that's something Brian Flores did. He stayed in there. He stayed positive. He brought the same mindset to get better. And that really made this team what it is. I honestly believe that. Because when you're 0-7 and seven, or 0-8 and eight, and you have a turnover differential and you have a point differential so high – and you're able to go there and you're able to rally the team, that's great. The only person is Minka Quispatrick, but he uh, he's on the Steelers now. Good for him. He actually looked pretty good, I heard. He was he actually did, doing he really look, good. He did look pretty good. His stats he said were... he did look pretty good. But now he wanted to play one position in Miami. Oh, Brian now, Flores now said he's, no, he's and been, now, he's, now actually, he's advocating to want to be several positions. I heard positions. the majority of the locker room says that he's a crybaby. That's, that's definitely a rumor that's out there. So. And his mom stood up for him. <laughs> oh, my man. Poor mom. All right. That's, that's well, so bad. But. David, that's all the time that we have for our timeout. So thank you for taking a timeout with Todd and David. We will take another timeout next time.